Stand on the podcast. It's true. Tablespoon and teaspoon. You might say, why is he sitting here with two spoons? About to break that down to you. So, the tablespoon, I'm sorry, the tablespoon and the teaspoon. We need to switch places with these. Let me tell you why. Because tonight's show, you got to chew on this one slow. You don't need to take big bites. And I need you to carry that same mentality past this show. The big spoon that you need to use now with the tea, hurry up and get rid of it. When people calling you, I got the tea, I got the tea, about stuff that has nothing to do with what's going on around you that's important. It's a distraction. And here's the thing, and I just want to throw this in there. Men who want to call and say, they got the tea. Y'all got to knock that off. Like, what? what is going on with men all of a sudden want to be tea carriers? If a man, man, woman, child, anybody call me and say they got the tea, it need to be green or it need to be Lipton. Don't call me to talk about nothing that you done saw on the shade room, nothing you know that anybody else got going on. We got to cut that out. That's a distraction that's not important. We got to focus on the big agendas that are going on that everybody's turning a blind eye to. A lot of this stuff has been on huge display over the last couple weeks with the Grammys and the Super Bowl. And we go hop right into that tonight. Look at your screen. First scripture. 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying his power. Have nothing to do with such people. Now, let me ask you this. Do you feel like, based on what we just said, that you see a lot of that going on around you today? I'm going to answer it for you. If you say no, you got your blinders completely on. You don't have to walk far, look far to see most of these things that were mentioned prevalent in the world today. 
But I want you to focus on this part. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. All right? So remember, I talked about two big events that we recently had. The Grammys, and then we also had the Super Bowl. Now, the Super Bowl, as far as from a sports uh, perspective, was a good game. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. But somebody stole the show. And again, we've talked about this individual on the pod before. DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. Take a look at this picture. This is what DeMar Hamlin wore to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Look at the picture good. You might say, oh, it's it's just a jacket. It's a nice colorful jacket. All right. Now, we're going to leave this picture. And... DeMar Hamlin caught a lot of backlash for this jacket. Uh, People feel like he was smacking God in the face because it was just weeks ago when he was laying on the field fighting for his life that everybody, oh, God saved DeMar Hamlin. And y'all thought I was crazy when I said the God that we normally think of The higher power had nothing to do with that. People thought I was crazy for saying that. But he came out and proved everything that I was saying by his actions. Adrian Peterson, former uh, running back for the Minnesota Vikings, future Hall of Famer. Adrian Peterson professes to be a man of God. He immediately hopped on Twitter and went in. On how blasphemous this was. So, DeMar Hamlin, this was his response that he tweeted out. Look at the screen. After talking with my parents, I understand how my coat could have offended some people. It was never my intentions to hurt or disrespect anyone. The coat is abstract art to me. It says eternal, which I am eternally Thankful to my Savior. My beliefs and relationship with God is not tied to symbolic images. I will learn from this and continue to walk in love as I always have. Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Okay. Sounds like a good response, right? Taking responsibility for what he had going on. Um, but really, was he? Because Matthew 7, 1 through 5, it talks about how we don't want to cast judgment. You know, don't judge others so that you don't be judged. Right? So DeMar Hamlin dropped that. Like, hey, don't judge nobody so that you won't be judged. But who's the ultimate judge? DeMar Hamlin? If you're saying that, hey, it's not tied to any symbolism, but who's the ultimate judge? You wanted to drop a scripture, that would be the higher power, right? That would be God, right? So what does God say about these things since you wanted to drop a scripture in Matthew? All right, here we go. So let's look at Exodus 20, and we're going to look at 4 and 5. That's Exodus 20, 4 and 5. It says, you shall not make for yourself an idol or a likeness of anything in the heavens above, On the earth below, 
or in the waters beneath the earth. You should not bow down before them or serve them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, inflicting punishment for their ancestors, wickedness on the children of those who hate me. Down to the third and fourth generation. So think about this. You wanted to drop the scripture in Matthew, not the judge, but the ultimate judge is telling you that you should not be uh, attaching yourself to any kind of idol, any kind of symbolism. But I guess you ain't pay attention to that part. But here's what else I want y'all to think about. Ask yourself. <clears throat> is this how the DeMar Hamlin's God is depicted in his mind? Is this what is, is the higher power that we're thinking about? The ultimate judge. Is this what DeMar Hamlin feels is really his God? Because I want you to pay attention to his wording in his tweet. Look back at the screen. You see his last sentence in his first tweet. It says eternal, which I am eternally thankful to my Savior. Hmm. He never called God by name. He never mentioned who his Savior was. You know, if he had this godly love and the appreciation for what he felt like the higher power did to him. See, when you have a certain level of spirituality in you, whether you are aware of what you're wearing, what you're putting on, is wrong, it should agitate your spirit. There should be some morality in you that agitates your spirit, and you will figure out why. Let me give you an example. <clears throat> so, I think I was like 16, 17, um, yeah, around there because my pops had passed away. But I got, I'm listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony. Meet me at the crossroads. Got it in the crib. Everything. Listening to it. And I told you, my parents were ultimately religious. My mom was not going for anything that she deemed a worldly influence in her home. So the things I did, I snuck it in the house. Best believe. But my mom's moral compass and how she felt. She could tell when something wasn't right and agitating her spirit. Now, one day I'm laying in the bed. I'm going to give you a real life story. And this ain't to scare nobody. This is really it. I'm laying in the bed. Covers just start to move. Then the, the uh, uh, curtain at the window start to move. Something like I'm tripping. Close my eyes. Open them back up. Now the dresser. Starting to kind of swell a little bit. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Had me shook right then. I'm trying to talk. Nothing coming out. I'm like, whoa. This episode went on for a couple of minutes. It had such an impact on me. I told my mom about it. She came in that room. And she... Went through everything. I had the CDs hid in this compartment in my closet. It had a shelf in the top that slid out. I hid my CDs, all other shit I wasn't supposed to be having in the house. That's why I hid it. She went in there and saw that Bone Thugs uh, case. Got it out immediately. She was like, you are attracting demons in this house. 
Now, at that age, I'm thinking, man, my mom tripping. So she got rid of everything, said a prayer. But she told me something that always stuck in my mind. She went and got her Bible. She opened it up to Psalms 83:18, which before a lot of translations omitted it out, it carried God's name in there. She was like, keep this open beside your bed with God's name. She said the reason being because God's name is there, it's going to agitate the demons. They will not be around it. God's name. That's why you have to be specific with God's name because it agitates the demons, demonic influences. When we're just generic and we say God, Satan is a God as well. So if you're not uh, speaking specifically to what God you're referencing, you may be surprised which one you're really summoning. When you're praying, any kind of activities you're in, that was a real-life experience for me. That happened to me again later on in life. I did the same thing my mom had did. I opened up that Bible, never was bothered again. So I say that to say, Damar Hamlin's choosing of my Savior, it says eternal, which I'm eternally thankful to my Savior for. He could have been speaking about his other Savior that we just assume he was talking about God, the real God, Yahweh. But his actions showed, nah, that's not what he was talking about. <clears throat> not at all. Let's look at Ephesians 2, 1 through 5. Let's see what we got here. Ephesians 2, 1 through 5. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is not working those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you've been saved. So, in that moment, it says here it's by grace that we are, we've been saved. And it also mentions something else. The ruler of the kingdom of the air. Well, who is this ruler of the kingdom of the air? Who is this that they speak of? All right. I told you, we're getting in deep tonight. First John five nineteen, We know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under control of the evil one. We know that we're children of God and that the whole world is under control of the evil one. We don't know who this evil one is, but you've been living under a rock. Demonic, satanic influence. <clears throat> and I get it. There's not a lot of good examples and people not really telling you the real about relationships with God. And again, I'm sharing my personal experience with religion. 
the religion I was a part of, raised up in, Jehovah's Witnesses, I was removed from that religion because I had I was given an ultimatum of, you need to change this or you can't associate with us anymore. Or, if you still associate with us, we need to see after you change this, a pattern of behavior for six months to a year. See, these are perceptions of men who claim that God is speaking through them and giving them inspiration on how to deal with humans. But if you really take in the word and you get knowledge and understanding, your own knowledge and understanding, you understand who are you to put a time limit on somebody and tell them, hey, this is how long I need you to do before I say you, you've been repentant. Right? Who, who are you to do that? But the point I want to make is this. You know those people had me believe in God didn't love me no more? Now I want you to think about that. God don't love you anymore. Told me I couldn't pray to God anymore. He's not going to hear my prayers. And guess what? I fell into that. I believed that for a while. I would be scared to say the name Jehovah, even though through my own personal research, Yahweh, the translation, I understand that's God's real name. But these people impacted me to feel like, oh, nah. So I get it. Sometimes if you're misguided, and we talked about that last week, if you're misguided, people can get in your mind and make you think, nah, mm -mm, God don't love you anymore. But what we got to be careful with is that rule of the air. You got to be real careful with that. Is there any evidence of this rule of the air? Absolutely. Let's look at our first video. Pay attention to the screen. Here we go. So, I'm here to give thanks to all the rebels out there forging a new path and taking the heat for all of it. You guys need to know, all you troublemakers out there, you need to know that your fearlessness does not go unnoticed. You are seen, you are heard, and most of all, you are appreciated. So now, speaking of controversy, it gives me great pleasure to introduce two incredibly talented artists who have risen above the noise, the doubt, the critics, into something beautifully unholy. Yeah. Here are two Grammy Award winners. Sam Smith and Kim Petras.
I'm going to stop that right there. Because <clears throat> I'm going to minimize the demonic influence that I expose y'all to. What you have here is the Grammys. Who you have here is Sam Smith. Do your research on Sam Smith. How he came in to the industry versus where he is now. A lot of people go get mad about what I'm about to say. But hey man, it's the truth. I was talking about this with one of my friends who lives an alternative lifestyle. And one of the things we were talking about, because let me go back to myself. When I told you that those folks had me thinking, God didn't love me and I couldn't pray to him no more. You know what never happened? Never crossed my mind to start worshiping Satan. Never crossed my mind knowingly or unknowingly, to start worshiping the devil. But if y'all don't understand what's going on, and I was talking about this with my friend, what they've started to do now, they paint this portrait that, oh, alternative lifestyles, oh, no, that's a no-no. God said no-no. Listen, you have to read the Bible, get your own understanding, and whatever your spirit puts in you, your moral compass, that's what you got to go with. It ain't for me to tell you that. But what a lot of people do is if they feel like, oh, my lifestyle is not going to be accepted in what's known as the general church. These people are now coming and saying, come do the unholy thing. We welcome you over here. You heard the lady say that on the intro? All things unholy. When did that become something to brag about? Then you got this fool out here. And I don't even know what kind of outfit it is. A leotard or whatever. Emulating the devil. That's what he looks like. Look at the people walking around him. Look at that video Lil Nas X did last year. Y'all don't see what's going on. No matter where your moral compass is, if you feel like you've strayed away from a higher spiritual power, don't go that way. Don't, don't go to the devil's side. These people are creating an agenda that if you don't smarten up and pay attention to it, before you realize what's going on, when it says, we're living in the last days. People thinking that, oh, it's just going to be a big destruction of fire and it's over with. The last days, all these people that they got right now putting on these pedestals, you're going to see them starting to die off. You're going to be wrong. Man, what happened to them? You can't play in God's face like that. These people are really out here just playing with the Lord. And... They're glorifying it. And they telling people, hey, man, don't listen to them Bible thumpers. Don't listen to them people with a moral compass. Come over here. We welcome all things unholy. We don't care what it is. Come over here, pedophilia. Come over here. We welcome all of that. Bring it over here. Crazy, man. And we just sit there, keep going on. Don't take my word for it, though. Let's let's listen to somebody who is actually in the industry, 
Now she's a famous TikToker. So listen to what she had to say about how this whole thing is going here. Let's see what we got going on. Let's see. Well, hold on. These folks done did something. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to damn play it through the mic. Just that quick. They done snatched the thing down. But don't worry. I got a screen recorded. Yeah. Because I want y'all to hear this joint here. It's, we can't go for this, man. We got to really understand what's going on. Let me just play this through the mic. They could just do it. Like, oh, it's cool. Let me. I'm on demon time. Think about that. People are bragging, saying I'm on demon time. But. Those demonic influences. Evil. It has to exist. It has to coexist with good. It's the balance. But knowing that it exists, you got to make sure you stay on that good side. Because you can't be on both sides. You can't be on the good and the evil. That's what they pro- want to program you to do. Because keeping it real, once you step over into the evil, it's easier to get caught up in there. Because we'll be sitting here lying and saying, if a lot of the evil things aren't fun. They are. That's the purpose. To get you to do it. It's fun. It's enjoyable. But we got to guard against that. And something that my pops always told me. And I get it now. As I'm older. He was talking to me about. How we forget a lot of times. The higher power. We forget a lot of times our moral compass. He likened it to a thief. And what he said is. If you notice any kind of depiction of a thief in a movie, maybe you've even seen one in real life. When they're doing something they shouldn't be doing, this is their motion. They look left. They look right. They might look down. But they never look up. They never look up. That's who they should be worried about seeing them. Not these people around, but nah, if you really believe in that, you should be worried about, is the higher power? What is the higher power thinking of me right now as I'm conducting myself this way? 
as I'm playing in his face with these demonic influences. What is he thinking? So, I want you to look at this pic. <clears throat> now, DeMar Hamlin said, hey, didn't know, didn't realize the jacket or anything. Look on the screen here. You see who that is? I don't know who that is in the middle, but we know who that is on the right. Yours truly, Travis Scott. Okay? Look at this next picture. Look on the screen. You see DeMar Hamlin's jacket on the left? You see Travis Scott medallion on his chain on the right? Seeing any resemblance? Hmm. But DeMar Hamlin was already taking a picture with Travis Scott. Then he has on a jacket. But I mean, who? I don't know. Who am I? You know, um, maybe it is, maybe it's not. But let's look at this. There's a video somebody did a breakdown of this. Hamlin, who had the entire country, including millions of Christians, praying for him after he passed out on the field and went into a coma, wears a jacket to the Super Bowl that blatantly mocks Jesus. Here's the front of the jacket that has the character who's supposed to be Jesus. You can see what's supposed to be the crown of thorns, and it has razor-sharp rainbow teeth and some crazy drugged-out eyes, while the back of the jacket has them nailed to the cross. The front of the jacket reads, without end or beginning, there is no day and there is no night. Here is the jacket's creator, artist Takashi Murakami, who collabed with none other than Travis Scott to create the chain and the character seen here. Remember Travis Scott's Astro World Festival, where 10 people died and over 25 people got hospitalized? The demonic content promoting the event had Travis Scott with vampire teeth and bat ears that read, when the end arrives, it's really the beginning. And who knows what lies beneath the surface? His entrance that was eerily similar to the painting Christ in Limbo that depicts hell and people walking into the mouth of what looks like a demon. The portal on the stage that said, see you on the other side. The shirt he wore that had people walking through a portal. And once they got to the other side, they became red characters with devil-like horns. Like really spooked me tonight. Like that was like some demonic shit. Like crazy. Like people were screaming help, trying to tell Travis Scott. It was like help. The whole crowd was going like help, help, help. And he just kept going, bro. God really showed me, like you know, like stay away from that shit, bro. He sacrificed so many people's lives tonight. Like I've never been surrounded by so many lifeless bodies. It was so demonic. The set was demonic. Travis was demonic. We were literally in hell. Check out a clip of what Travis said after the festival. You say your music is demonic, and this was a satanic ritual. You think your music is to blame? I mean, no. I'm a, I mean, one, I'm a man of God. So. There is a war on for our minds. And I'm going to stop it right there. <clears throat> Remember what I said uh, when we were getting into this, when we started at the beginning, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, having a form of godliness but denying his power. You heard what he said? A God-fearing individual. Really? But again, he is. Satan's a god. He never called God's name. He won't be specific with it. It's a play on words. But see, a lot of y'all won't catch that. 
there's a reason they won't they won't you you'll never catch them using God's name. If you can find it, send it to me. Drop it in the comments. You're not gonna catch them using God's name, any name. That's not Satan. You're not gonna catch them using it. You're not gonna catch them saying they're worshiping Satan. But they're gonna keep showing you through symbolism. But a lot of us, we're not even gonna pick up on it. We just go be like, oh man, that's nice. That's a nice jacket. A lot of people thought the Super Bowl was just amazing. Oh, Rihanna's halftime performance. Oh, the black national anthem. You notice the colors they were wearing? Rihanna and the lady who sang the, the black national anthem, they was draped out in all this red. Did you notice on the back of his jacket, the red dress? We can't be this slow as to what's going on. These people just putting it right in your face. But when you're oblivious or you've become desensitized, you pay no attention to it. Let's look at this in closing. 1 Corinthians 10, 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. You can't play both sides. It's just not feasible. You can't do it. You could try it, but it ain't going to turn out well for you. All of this stuff that we discussed tonight, it's just people just taking on the satanic influence. They won't reference God by name. But they're going to keep giving you subtle symbolism until it just becomes all out blatant. And that's where it's headed right now, to being all out blatant. That these folk just playing in the face of God. But before you decide to do that, find you something safe to do. Hey, I appreciate y'all sitting down with me again. I cannot thank y'all enough for the continued support, the continued feedback. Um, hey, I'm going to keep bringing you this dope content. Remember, the video episode drops every Thursday on the YouTube channel. The audio episode drops every Friday on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe, like, rate, review. Make sure you follow me on IG, Is The Real Truth. Follow me as well. I say podcast on IG. Tune in with us. Share. Again, like, subscribe, rate, review. And turn them notifications on. Remember, you're not going to get this content like this anywhere else. They don't want this in the mainstream media. You got to come here to get this. So keep coming here. I'm going to keep giving you all the content. Keep giving me the feedback. And we're going to keep exposing these lies and making sure we get back to doing what we know we should be doing. Until next week, it's true.
gotta stand, dog. You gotta stand.